400 Block Podcast with Johnny Robs. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 2400 Block, a Johnny Reeves and Company podcast. Today, I will spotlight another terrific personality on the show, and I'm super glad to have him here. Believe me, folks, it is certainly worth the wait. It may have been years, but it's better late than never. Let's welcome Nick Eichenschick. Is that your name? <laughs> is that the last Man, name? Hey, you got a spot on. Yes. All right. Hello, everybody. It's, this is Nick Eichenschick. <laughs> Thank you for having me on board here. Right. And he's from Crystal Lake, Illinois. And yeah, it's so good to finally have the chance to interact with you, you know, after many years of Facebooking. And the last time we saw each other was in a bar. And uh, what was the name of it again? Oh, my goodness. It's been through a couple names by now. But, uh, I, all I remember is it was downtown Crystal Lake, and it, <laughs> it it was about over 12 years, you know, since we were talking. Wow. And, uh, you know, our, like I was mentioning, our past, you know, kind of crossed, and it's been amazing since been connecting through Facebook. So, Awesome. Uh, do you still have any recollection of that day? I do. I absolutely do. You know, it's kind of amazing. So my wife and I, you know, uh, you know, we're in there just kind of, you know, uh, just, you know, hanging out at the restaurant slash bar. You guys came in, your group came in, started talking and uh-huh. kind of connecting. And we actually really hit it off, you know, personalities and exchange. <laughs> you know, I think it was just, you know, maybe numbers or contact information. And then, um, you know, send each other some invites on the good old Facebook, social media. And then here we are today, 12 years later. So, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay, if I if I, I could I could flash you back to that particular moment a little bit, just based on my point of view here, and you know it was me and my coworkers were doing a passenger counting assignment for the local commuter train, which is Metra, and if I can uh, if I can vividly remember, Nick, a few of them told me to head over to the local bar upon arriving at the train station there from Chicago, and they just came from there and said to me, "There's beer on the house, thanks to some good people inside," and that's when I <laughs> happened to see you and your then fiance Valerie, who was now your wife and mother. To two strong, handsome boys. And uh, what are your yeah. son's name, by the way? Yeah, so I got two beautiful boys, uh-huh. Levi and Oliver. So very strong-willed boys, very athletic. So we love them. Cool. By the way, a big shout out to all of them. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm sure they're very thrilled and eager to hear their super dad on this podcast today. But yeah, going back to that moment in time, you guys were like the standouts of the super friendliest staff there. And I was able to get my beer and I'm so grateful to have gotten your names upon leaving. And uh, man, can you believe it's been several years since? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like I was saying, you know, things were meant for a reason and, uh-huh. you know, th- things happen for a reason. Right. And here we are, you know, and who would have imagined, you know, just one random day, you know, sitting in a bar and, you know, here you are now, you know, here you are, you know, in the position you are, you know, hosting this podcast, you uh-huh. know, which are wonderful to listen to and, you know, the, you know, be able to get on here with you, you know, it, it's something else, you know, so it's yeah. great. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, by the way, uh, congratulations on your anniversary. Yeah, yeah, appreciate <laughs> it, you know, 12. 12 years, you know, <laughs> you know, been together for like 17, but you know, it seems like we've only been together for a year, you know? So, yeah. I, you know, I still remember, you know, the engagement and everything else. And, you know, yeah, my wife's like, I hope so, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, I got like yesterday. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just, I just need to be rem- reminded here and there, you know, uh-huh. of, uh, you know, certain things, but you know, that just comes with age, you know, yeah. like the finer things in life. 
Man, that's amazing. You have a family of your own and, you know, Team Eigenschenk has been going on strong ever since. Man, my goodness, where did time go, Nick? That's what it is, you know. It's just uh-huh. kids are growing up. They're in the sports. I get to coach them nowadays. And, you know, I work locally, which is great. So it allows me to be more interactive with the family uh-huh. and, you know, be more involved with the community, which is great for us. And, and here I am now with you talking on this podcast, which is great. And is this your first one? You know what? I am a virgin to this podcast <laughs> world, so I can tell the world right now. I was very excited, a little nervous to get on here because, you know, <laughs> expectations yeah. are high with you. So, and I don't want to fail, but, you know, I, I'm hoping I'll, you know, at the end of the day through this, I'll, uh, you know, get over my fears. All right. All right. At least the good part is you know me already beforehand. At least it, at least it's better that way that, you know. You yeah, know no kidding, right? Yeah. All right, so you're ready for this, Ben? I'm just going to ask you a couple of general questions. Of course, some people, uh, you know, starting to get to know you here, especially from those in, in other countries or other uh, parts of the USA. And, uh, That's fantastic. Yep. And the first question I'd like to ask you, man, it's Eigenschenk, right? That's how you say it, right? Let's break it down. Eigenschenk, right? That's correct, yes. I think it, there's a breakdown to it. I, I can't remember exactly what it is, but uh-huh. it's something like, I like to give or something like giving and take. I can't remember exactly what it breaks it down to. Oh, yeah. wow. What, what country, uh, you know, the word Eigenschenk, is this, it's, uh, is that, I'm just going to sure. guess. That yeah. is very German. German, I was about to say, German. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So growing up, uh-huh. you know, I was always the last one to get picked, you know, in elementary school because I couldn't, for the life of me, figure out how to spell my last name, you know? <laughs> 13 letters long. Yeah, believe me, man, I was picked too when I was, you know, when I was small. People would be picking out my first name. Even the teachers don't even know how to pronounce my first name. I mean, my name is Generic, but they're, they're right. when you break it down, they say Generic. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll t- I guess I'll take that one. <laughs> I tell you, it keeps it easy for telemarketers when they call in on you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, are you originally from uh, Crystal Lake, Illinois? I'm not. So I'm actually originally, I was born in, in San Francisco, California. Oh. So, yeah. So, you know, shout out to all of my 49er fans and my San Francisco Giant fans out there. Niner Nation lives uh, strong here in the Chicagoland area. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and then I was uh, moved out to Virginia for quite some time. So, you know, Manassas, Virginia has lived out there for a little bit. So I always, you know, joke, I've got my East Coast, West Coast, and like my Midwest now, you know, it's my stationary. You know, you weren't too far from where I was. Uh, I actually no lived way. in Virginia Beach. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rock on. Yeah, Thanks. I was in Manassas, Virginia. So I think we're about 45 minutes away from like Washington, D.C. is yeah. where, you know, we were actually um, from. So... Yeah, I loved it there. You know, it was a different, you know, concept, it you is. know, different way of living, but, you know, it was good. Cool. All right. Take us back to your humble beginnings. Aside from what you just mentioned now, what was what was life like growing up? It was good, you know. So short time of my life was in California. All my family lives out there now. Uh, you know, I was in Virginia, you know, did a lot of my youth, kind of early youth growing up, you know. So... If you can imagine, you know, growing up in a cul-de-sac right in Virginia and, you know, we would play in the creeks and my wife and kids always make fun of me because I always tell my stories of, you know, 
catching snapping turtles and the creek <laughs> beds, you know, and they're like, Oh dad, you're crazy. I'm like, that's what we did, you know? Yeah. So, and, and I can't, and I kid you not, you know, so my youngest son, Oliver, a couple years back when he was what, two, uh-huh. we were on vacation in Wisconsin off of the Wisconsin river and a snapping turtle came up bit his foot Whoa. and tried to drag him underneath the water uh-huh. thankfully he was on my wife's lap at the time and you know was able to get him loose from it but I'm like are you kidding me I'm like of all the things you know here I am catching him and now he is coming back at me getting my own son you know karma. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so but no I've had a lot of mixture stuff you know and now I love Chicago you know I love you know where I'm at now it's good for the school district I love the four seasons mm-hmm you know, I, I truly have lived here, you know, you know, since fifth grade, you know, so when I say, you know, but I remember all these places I've been, which have kind of, you know, molded me and who I am right now, you know? Uh-huh. That's great. That's wonderful. And by the way, there's this really cool question I want to ask. How did you and Valerie find each other? All right, here it is. <laughs> you know, she's going to tell her side of the story, right? Which is, you know, probably a lot worse than mine. <laughs> So I used to be a restaurant manager for 10 years. Uh-huh. Love the industry. Absolutely, you know, you know, love everything about it. You know, I feel for the people that, you know, have had gone through COVID, had to go through the industry, but we met through Red Robin. So I worked for uh-huh. Red Robin and, you know, she came in one day, she's like, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, sign up to do like, you know, busting. I'm like, all right. And I was managing at the time, still a little bit young. Mm-hmm. And she had no idea what busting was because her mom's like, just go out there, get a job, you know, just go do something. And here I am, you know, just kind of, you know, getting her in, getting her, you know, employed with us. And, you know, one thing left to another. And, you know, a couple of months led to, you know, getting to know each other, start talking. And we started hanging out, going to like Geneva, Wisconsin. Cool. Started dating a little bit. Got to, got to meet her dad. The first time I met her dad, I pulled up in a, one of those leather coats, <laughs> leather coats uh-huh. with earrings in and everything. Oh, and I'm wow. like, her dad's probably like, who the heck is this guy? You know, <laughs> and one thing led to another, man. And, you know, her and I suck it out. And, you know, I've been, you know, in love ever since. And like I said, now here we are. We have two beautiful boys and two pit bulls. <laughs> awesome. That's an awesome family, including the pit bulls. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> So there are own police dogs out here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, what what do you do uh, presently for a living? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, I've got an amazing job. So I've been with First Institute. So mm-hmm. we are local. You know, we're local. Crystal Lake. We're in Libertyville. We're in Aurora now. But I, I work for a school. We're um, a school that really focuses on post secondary education so out of high school anybody that's interested in medical assisting training dental assisting massage therapy so uh-huh. what my job is is to make sure it's a good fit for them oh. get them all the general information you know uh-huh. so i've been there for 14 years quite some time i love what i do because i honestly get to change people's lives and you know everybody's got their story you know just like right now i'm telling you my story i get the privilege of hearing everybody's story and you know, I like to bring out the why. There's always a why in everybody. Yeah, why? But there's a why that everybody does anything in life. 
and I get to unravel that and almost like peel back the onions in a sense, right? So cool. Was, yeah. there, was there any uh, body that you know anyone that you were touched you know uh, regarding uh, anyone that was from there? I mean, like I'm sure everyone has a lot of inspiring stories to tell you. Yeah, that's that's you know that's a great question. You know, and there is there's one specific one. And this was years ago, okay? I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about maybe eight years ago, right? So, single mom. And I get a lot of them, okay? We get a lot of single parents coming in, you know, our program. All just everybody, you know? But this one specifically, uh, single mom, two kids. And she was kind of like down, you know? She didn't know what direction she needed to go. Mm-hmm. She was tired of working the, the, the dead-end jobs, which is like, you know factory jobs you know mm-hmm. you know things that just weren't a career for herself right so long story short she finished our school made her way through ended up getting her own place her own apartment was able to get out of like government funding you know help and was able to create a career for herself and a future for her kids you know and i thought that was really inspiring that she was able to do that and i tell you there's stories of this that happen all the time that i see and it, it's great cool it's amazing it's amazing I hope, and i hope that uh, continues on for for many of those that's just coming into uh, first institute yeah and i appreciate it and that's what we're all about you know we're a family organization that's what we strive for uh-huh. you were really hit hard on that family you know because it, that's the most important thing in life right yep. the family and if you don't have family if you don't have that support team you know, sometimes you know you get lost and you need that extra support team and everybody's going to hit their crossroads in life and you know what i love to do and what first institute loves to do and you know the family environment is we love to keep you on the path for success and to help you get a job when you're done with the program too oh cool so how, yeah. how did how did you find first institute or how did first institute found you <laughs> yeah so here it is man it's the gift of gab right you know how that rolls <laughs> yeah. so you know here i am at red robin you know, this all funnels back to, it's funny, with Red Robin, right? Met my wife, yeah. got my job at Red Robin. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I owe these guys something, you know? Uh, you know, so what happened was, you know, I met the executive director at the time. He just moved in town from California, so mm-hmm. him and I hit it off, you know? He came up to the bar routinely. His name is Mike, Mike Reynolds. I'll just throw him a little, you know, spotlight out there. So... And we started talking, became good friends. And he's like, hey, Nick, I got a position open for a school. I'm like, okay, I have no idea what's going on. At this time, my I lost my mom. You know, I was ready to get out of the industry because I was just completely just overwhelmed, stressed, and I just needed something new. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife and I were, you know, engaged, trying to get married. And I knew the restaurant life was not going to be good, you know, for the future, kind of what our direction was at the time. And took it on i took it on really with no really true insight let's say of kind of what you know it was going to be all about but you know here i am 14 later 14 years later you know doing what i'm doing so cool i'm glad you went on that direction it really changed everything yeah it absolutely did you know it's all about connections and the gift of gab in life you know, yeah. you've got to be able to be able to talk to people and like, yeah. you know, be able to reach out and be okay with it, you know, mm-hmm. and be okay with coming out of your comfort zone and yourself. Yeah. And that's, I think, you know, not kind of going too far off the subject here, but, you know, with COVID, it kind of really, you, you know, 
a lot of people differently with not allowing them to get out of their shell. You know, they kind of bottled, bottled up a little bit more, you yeah. know, than they needed to. But. Yeah, just when things can get any worse, right? Hey, you know, <laughs> knock on wood, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's always monkey pox. <laughs> Man, but by the way, I see all these awesome posts on Facebook, man, and they're just amazing. But how do you keep up the positive vibes in life, man? I know if if someone were to go through a tough time right now, what would you tell him or her? So this is what I tell all my students, you know, and this is, you know, what we do. We are very transparent. And, mm-hmm. you know, I take a lot of credit from, you know, my exec director now, which is Michael Heron, throwing a little kick out to him right now. So everybody's going to hit a crossroad in life, right? You know, whether, and I tell them in school or in life, everybody's going to hit a crossroad where you're going to go one or two directions. One is, you know, you're going to go the easy way, which is you're going to run away from your problems and eventually they're going to catch up to you, right? Uh Or you can go the hard way, hit it dead on, face your fears or whatever the case is, but at the long, you know, end of the road, you know, it's going to look, your outlook's going to be better. You know, so how I look at this is this, you know, everybody's got issues everybody's got problems and it's the way you tackle them and the way you see it you know kind of makes it who you are at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and you know the biggest thing is you have to do is just keep on moving forward and keep on talking and you know listen if you got a problem talk to somebody you know don't hold it inside yourself because what it's going to do is going to it's going to destroy you inside out you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's gonna it's not gonna allow you to be who you truly are. And you're gonna come off on people like, God, you know, just this person, what is up with them, you know? Because let's face it, nowadays people are so, you know, straightforward. They see what they wanna see and it's you know, they don't see the big picture of things, you know. They don't take a second to step back and be like, Okay, well maybe this person's got something going on. They're just really just, you know, ready to pull the trigger and be like, Oh, nope. That guy is, you know, you know, this way or that way. And, you know, that's, it's going to be that way, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. not fair. But um, that's how I stay positive, you know, because I always say, you know, the moment I lose the fact that, you know, I'm here to change people's lives, you know, that's what I'm going to get out of the business I'm in. Mm -hmm. But right now, you know, nothing's going to, you know, take that away from me because that's what I enjoy doing you know it's changing people's lives and taking things you know straightforward with it and being honest with people so I know it's a long long you know answer for a question but oh that was pretty good man you said it pretty well as a matter of fact I'll probably listen to it again and again <laughs> yeah I'd probably clarify what the heck I was saying but I get it you know <laughs> there's, there's just a lot in it you know there's a lot of inspiration here you know and yeah you know, it's through training and it's just through life and, you know, like what experiences you've done growing up and that, that truly molds who you are. Yeah. You know, and sometimes people just need help to kind of break through, you know, and get through it. So, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, and, I, and I'm sure you experience that, you know, day to day too, you know, oh, yes. that's what you do. So Most definitely. Um... What I can say in the most simplest terms here, I mean, for me, is that you go through something and, you know, you, you, you just did that. It could be good. It could be bad. But in the end, you went through it. You'll live on. You move on to the next day. That's how I exactly. take it. Yeah. 
Yeah, just kind of like really quick and kind of like end this thing. But, you know, here, here there's a little scenario too, right? Uh-huh. I lost my mom early. I lost my dad too as well on Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. So my wife and I have been through a lot. My boys have been through a lot because my boys experienced my dad, you know, passing, unfortunately. So not my mom, but my wife has been there, you know, the whole way through with me with us, right? Mm-hmm. So... I can't sit here and say, you know, I'm as positive as I am because of this and this and this, but, you know, it's my wife that's been able to kind of, you know, pick me up when I needed it too, uh-huh. you know? So we go, when I say life experiences, they mold us who we are. Uh-huh. For me personally, absolutely, you know, by losing my mom and my dad, that's definitely kind of molded me even more who I am right now, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. The, the people around you, your, your, the supportive core definitely makes a, diff- a huge difference. I like that support of course. Yeah. <laughs> I like that phrase. I might use it now. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. I like that. I can use it. All right. All can right. I, um, can I tag like that now for my job? <laughs> oh yeah. You can you can even print it and put it in seventy two point type or something. Yeah, right. Honor <laughs> <laughs> says support of course. Oh, man. So, okay. You and your family have made the most out of everything when it comes to family time. What particular activities have Team Eichenschenk done so far? Well, I can tell you what. Our number one thing right now is camping. <laughs> you know, we like to hit that camping style up, you know. Uh-huh. We always, you know, we always look at each other like, are we white trash? <laughs> we go where we're told, you know, but you know, the stuff that we do man, is, is awesome. I tell you what, you know, we, we have a travel trailer now. So when COVID hit long story short, yeah, the pro COVID for us, if anything came out of it positive, right. Uh-huh. Was, you know, we bought a travel trailer because we're like, we we're sick and tired of this stuff, you know, and we needed to do something as a family to grow together as a family. So what are we going to do? And we pulled a trailer, bought one. We decided we liked it, you know, more than we actually originally thought initially that we thought. So we grew. Now we have a 30-foot tra- travel trailer. We just got back last week from um, up north in St. Germain, Wisconsin, uh-huh. by Eagle River, if anybody, you know, out there knows where that's at. <laughs> but that's, you know, we call it God's country in a sense, right? Because it's like our comfort zone. It's what we love to do and that's what we've been doing you know we love to fish we love to do anything outdoors you know mm-hmm. my boys start you know our campfires we watch movies outside so you know the one thing i haven't you know fully established yet which i want to work on so if anybody's out there listening to this podcast i'm open at ideas but i want to learn how to properly fillet a fish oh <laughs> that i catch that would okay be awesome yeah i caught a big boy northern pike that was the highlight of our trip but so the boys and I, you know, we have a competition every year. Mm-hmm. So we caught over 150 fish within a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we were big fish, you know, fishermen and, you know, something we've engraved and they've actually learned how to put the worms on and started taking off the, you know, the fish <laughs> here and there, uh-huh. you know, so the, for the most part, they're doing better, but you know, that's what we love to do. And we bring our dogs with us too, as well. And they enjoy it as well. So cool. But that's what we like to do now, you know, that in sports, you know, boys will be starting up on school here soon. So baseball will be uh, coming into effect here soon. So. And your, your kids uh, do sports, right? Yeah. So I coach both of them in baseball. So I love the coaching aspect because I get to 
be there with the boys, you know, you know, they, they know as soon as we hit that field, I'm the coach, not dad anymore. But then one of them does Ninja Warrior, then winter time, one will do base or basketball, I apologize. And then uh, possibly flag football this year indoors. Oh, nice. So very active, very active. Would you like to uh, let them participate in other sports? Absolutely, if they choose to do so. Yeah, and the only reason I say baseball, my 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 one son's really developed a lot with it. Mm-hmm. So, but if they choose to do any other sport, you know, absolutely. Great. So let me ask you a question: What sports did you do growing up? <laughs> well, for one thing, I was I was sheltered when I was a kid, so I really you know did not uh, do anything uh, outside the home as much. But I did, okay. do, I did do sports like during high school, you know, thanks to, to thanks to friends, and I was sure. I was into tennis a whole lot. You know, I was lean, I was skinnier, and okay, man. I mean, I I lost a lot of uh, weight really quick when I did tennis. Did you? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Tennis and golf. If anybody's listening to this right now, if kids out in you know high school, get them into golf and tennis. That's where your scholarships are going to be right now. When my boys are getting into high school, I'm like, you guys are going golf. I don't care what you're doing, you know. It's a it's a hidden sport with the uh, the scholarships. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you heard that everyone. Yeah, my wife's making fun of me over here, saying like, "You guys are just doing golf. That's all you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> Forget baseball and this other stuff you're talking about." <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Okay. So, is there anything you guys haven't done yet but look forward to doing in the future? As uh, when it comes to family time, that's a great question. So I know one of our, you know, a couple of our dream spots. I know my wife wants to go to was it Red Rocks, uh-huh. the Gorge to go see Dave Matthews. Um, <laughs> we take our boys a lot to go see concerts. We've already taken them to go see Dave Matthews Band. We've taken them to see Little Big Town. We've seen Zach Brown Band with them. Mm-hmm. We would like to go to Tennessee, possibly Nashville. I think that would be a good trip. What I truly want to do is, uh, I would love to take the boys to, you know, Virginia, my home stopping ground, yeah, and then California. I do definitely want to take them to California. So, cool. Yeah. So you know, we got some things lined up. You know, it's just a matter of Dad wants to drive the travel trailer across the country. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, did you, uh, uh, your, your plan to go to like, uh, most of the United States? Yeah. You know, my, well, and then I would love to, my you know, bucket list, you know, would love to absolutely love to take them to my, like my history, my heritage and my mm-hmm. wife's heritage. You know, I would love to go to Germany and you know, we've got, sorry about that. We got, you know, Scotland too as well. And then my wife side is Polish. So and English. So we would love to like travel different countries. Absolutely. You know, one of these days we'll love to, you know, take them out there. So once I, once I win the million bucks, you know, I'll uh, take a trip. Yeah. Play that lotto, man. Dude, I mean, seriously, right? I don't think anybody's claimed that the billion dollar yet, but it's out there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We just talked about camping not too long ago. turns out, you know, I'm a late bloomer. I've never done camping. What are the essentials needed for camping and how do you guys make it so much fun? Great question. So, all right, there's tent camping and then there's glamping, we call it, right? We do the glamping. We've done a lot of tent camping previously. So I guess if it's okay with you, I can kind of split this up very short into two different things. Okay. So if somebody were to go to tent camping, essentials, 
put a tarp underneath your tent. You know, get a tent that's an easy setup one too, because we bought one that's like a two minute easy pop up tent. Mm-hmm. They're out there, do it. That way you're not messing with poles. Get an inflatable inflatable mattress. You know, if you're during the summertime, make sure you get some fans in there. You're all hooked up, ready to go. And we've seen some, you know, families that we've gone with that actually legit brought a mini fridge oh. camping with them too. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's over extreme. We didn't do that, <laughs> but they did. Uh, now, if I were to go glamping like we do, everything is all squared away. There's a lot of places you guys can go to if you go to, like, campsites that may actually have cabins or actually rent out campers. Mm-hmm. You know, with us, you know, we fell in love with it. Really, what we bring is, you know, coolers with us. Make sure make sure you got music. Music is life, right? Oh, yeah. We always jam out to music. I've got, you know, we ca- we are kind of a little spoiled. So I've got a projector. We watch movies outside. You know, we go glamping. So that's kind of a must. Make sure you have the right chair because you don't want to be, you know, messing around and getting uncomfortable when you're sitting around the fire with the wrong chair. If you want to, you know, recline or get a recliner. If you want one that kind of, you know, got, you know, a bigger double-sized chair, get that. You know, just make sure you're comfortable. Uh-huh. And for the most part, make sure you get the good food. You know, get some good camping food. You know, we've got some great recipes. You know, if anybody's interested, you know, some way you can hit me up. We got some railroad sandwiches that we do. We got some, we call them Midwest sushi rolls. You know, so mm-hmm. if anybody's interested in what that all is all about, let me know. We'll hit you up. <laughs> Hashtag Midwest sushi roll. Hashtag my son is freaking out right now because he doesn't want to tell anybody what it is. My check this out, everybody. My nine-year-old son makes these things and they are dynamite. Dynamite. They're they're pickle. They're basically essentially it's a ham, cream cheese, pickle roll. And they're absolutely amazing. They're great at nine thirty at night. <laughs> nine thirty at night, not too far. <laughs> oh, they're, they're a late night snack. Oh yeah, no. When we go camping, I'm um, I'm pretty good at doing like my ten o'clock late night snack. So I'll make like a full blown nacho set, uh-huh. or you know, he'll make the pickle rolls, or you know, maybe I'll you know I'll make a you know meal. You know, we do that. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So cool. Might have to yeah. uh, introduce that one day to, uh, you know, my, like my girlfriend's family. We all should like get together one day. No, I no, I think you and I actually, I reached out to you one day because I saw your spread one day. Uh huh. And remind me again, what's your what's your background again? Filipino. Filipino. Yep. So it was all like you know Filipino food. And I think those are your your parents, I believe, in the background when uh, I saw the f- pictures. That's actually hers. her parents. Uh, my parents are actually okay. in Virginia. Oh, they are? Yeah, okay. They're still there. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, fantastic. So, no, I, like, my my mouth just, like, waters whenever I see that. You know, that's what I'm all about. I watch YouTube videos on a lot of, like, food networks uh-huh. in different countries of, like, street food. And that's what I'm about. And I follow a couple people on YouTube, you know, the foodies. And I like that kind of stuff. I made Levi, my son, um, you know, we make curry food here at the house. Mm-hmm. So I'll make some curry food for him and different, you know, different types. And they, you know, at least try it once. That's all I ask, you know. Nice. All right. Um, let's see. Next question here. Okay. You guys are Niners fans. Did, did you all attend any of their games? 
great question. I have not been able to, but my son is a, he's like, dad, tell him what he is. My son is a Tennessee Titans fan. Uh huh. No. And then, you know, we're, we're Chicago bears. We represent Chicago bears for everybody out here too. Don't, yeah. don't be sad. You know, but I gotta say, you know, we are a Chicago White Sox family. Nice. So, and they're not doing too hot right now, but you know, they'll they'll get back on. They'll get back on the wagon. We'll we'll, we'll they got Detroit Tigers this weekend, so we'll see what they can do. Yeah. Hey, did you saw that game when they played? Um, was that the Cleveland Guardians? I, I can't believe it. Cleveland Guardians. Get used to the name here. Oh, it throws me off. So when I'm like looking them on uh, the schedule or standings, I'm like, okay, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. And I'm like, and then it's like Guardians. I'm like, who? All right. <laughs> it throws me off. Same thing with like the Commanders. Yeah. You know, for Washington football team. You know, I'm like, all right, who the heck are the Commanders? You know, <laughs> uh, it just drives me crazy. But no, yeah. I mean, they're a tough team right now. They're looking good. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I think they could still win the division. What do you think? I think so. Yeah, are you are you a Sox fan or are you a Cubs fan or are you just not a Chicago fan? Uh, you know, I just you know I'm a transient, so I've you know been here for like 12 years now. I'm getting used to it, but I I, I kind of yeah. like both teams, and I'm holding right now is a Ron Kittle bobblehead. So. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Look at I can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I always got a jersey of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went to uh, we went to a Star Wars night for a Sox game, and we got. The announcer would dress up as Han Solo. Uh-huh. So that was a pretty cool night. So, yeah, we've been to a lot of soccer games. We love it. Now, I guess there's the next question for everybody out there. What is your favorite thing about a ball game? That should be your next podcast. You oh, know? yeah. What is your favorite thing about going to a baseball game? In what field are you in? That's a good like, what field are you in? What, like, <laughs> every field's got a specific smell, right? So, like... San Francisco. I've been to a Giants game. The number one thing is a garlic because the, the garlic, the Gaelic garlic, you know, is all the garlic fries and everything. Uh huh. So that's nice. What about the White Sox at their at their stadium? Guaranteed. Oh, brother, come on! It's <laughs> it's it's the hot dog. It's the brats. It's yeah. the onions. You know. It's that onion off the oh the black top the flat top oh yeah oh no they yeah my wife's like they need to make a Yankee small of the White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, folks, if you're coming into Chicago and you're having your Chicago dog, do not put ketchup on it. No, yeah. Hey, it's okay to put ketchup on it. It's all right, you know. <laughs> I put ketchup on everything, and it's okay. They might look at you and be like, "Hey, listen, you know, who are you?" But you say, "Don't worry about it." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. I put I put ketchup on my grouper sandwiches, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. No, that's funny. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, you'll get you'll get looked at. You'll get judged out here in Chicago, but it's okay. <laughs> just just pretend you have the the accent and just tell them, hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, Nick, very happy to have you on as my guest tonight, and thanks so much for your time, man, dude. I appreciate you. I, I appreciate Valerie there in the background. And before I close out. Do you have anyone you'd like to give a shout out to? Bite my crap. 
long listening to Nick, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the wife's for. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to hear about it until I hang up with you. <laughs> uh, so, Nick, any special shout-outs you want to give? Hey, yeah, to my family and, uh, you know, you. And here's, uh, you know, I want to toast to you after we're done with this. And, hey, listen, man, you know, it's, it, it, it's awesome, you know. And Val and I have been saying, you know, for a while, you know, I know you've been trying to get me on for a while here, or Val. And I think it's really cool to take your time out. I was nervous. I yeah, I know. <laughs> to reach out to me to want to do this and you know I think it's you know it's honorable and it's I think it's a really cool deal and my boys are able to experience this too so this will uh, be something that we'll all remember as a family here moving forward so I, I, I shout out to you oh thank you and by the way this this was this was worth it how many years have passed by here we are we're talking Seriously. again it, yeah. I think that's awesome man and there's there's a lot to say within that too you know we all have our own lives. We all got, you know, our own path. But to reconnect like this, is, I think it's pretty cool. We talked to our friends Tom and Jeannie who were with us when we uh, met you about how fun that night was and random and how here we are still talking about you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as I get off here, I'm going to text them up and be like, hey, guess who I just did a podcast with? <laughs> all right. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Spread the word. Spread the word. No. No, absolutely, man. We will do. And, you know. I tell you what, once this thing gets finalized and you send it over to me, you know, everybody's waiting for this. All my work knows about I'm doing this, so they're all waiting to hear it. So Nice. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, I think there's a lot of future with this. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, probably I'll feature you in, uh, you know, a couple more episodes. Maybe you can uh, meet some of my friends. No, hey, yeah. hit me up, man. I'm all for it, you know. It's... It, Assuming I did a good enough job here, you know, let's see how many views you get out of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't well, agree with me. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, Johnny Rubes and Nick Eichenschenk and family signing out. Thank you for listening to another yeah. episode of the 2400 Block Podcast. All right, everybody. Thanks. Have a good night. All right. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 2400 Block Podcast. Feel free to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Overcast, and Spotify.